Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Welcome to Senior Times Travel Pod, in association with Travel Department. I'm Gary Cook. Welcome to my latest travel podcast. Now, in recent months, we have been privileged to bring to you some of the wonderful and exciting guided tour destinations, courtesy of Travel Department. And today is no exception. For today, we are traveling to Slovenia in southeastern Europe in the company of travel expert Kathy O'Connor, who went on a TD Active holiday and indeed is an ambassador for TD Active. We're not literally traveling to Slovenia. We are actually doing this podcast from a central Dublin hotel. So uh, please forgive any background noise there may be. Kathy, you're very welcome. Uh, Slovenia. Not necessarily a country that kind of trips off the tongue as a tourist destination, certainly from Ireland, but you have been there and that could change. <laughs> well, hopefully so. Do you know, Gary, to my shame, I didn't even know where Slovenia was. I mean, like literally no clue of it. And what a joy it was to discover one of possibly the most beautiful country I've ever been to. And I say that because Slovenia is is covered in forests. 70% of it is covered in forests. They have a population of 2 million, so it's very underpopulated. And for anyone who likes to get out and about, so if you like hiking, cycling, kayaking, walking, nature, you are going to love Slovenia. Well, I know that it's considered by, I think it's UNESCO, as the most sustainable tourist destination in Europe and possibly the world. So that means that there is a lot of tourism that is not based upon uh, or, or burning fossil fuels. There's a lot of outdoor activity. And you went on a, a hike, isn't that correct? Yes, it was a seven-day hike, and or hiking for seven days, I should say. And this time, I've been to Croatia with TD Active holidays before and absolutely loved that hike. This was taking it to a slightly different level in that the standard was deemed to be kind of challenging. So, so we were talking about, what I'm talking about is hiking for about seven, seven or eight hours a day, about 13 kilometers. Um, you know, so not exactly hardcore, but but still for people who really love a challenge, for people who love nature, who love to be outdoors all the time, it was perfect. So 13 kilometers a day is not nothing. That is quite a bit. So what was the terrain like uh, that you're going through? It, well, it, it was just spectacularly beautiful. And the reason I say Slovenia is, is the most beautiful country I've ever been to. And obviously, we live in a very beautiful country. Is that because in other places, what you get is places that are beautiful. You get areas that are beautiful. But when you're in Slovenia, it is just beauty as far as the eye can see. Like just like no no houses, very unadulterated. Um, 
um, you know, uh, landscape. And so we would walk through gorges, walk to spectacular waterfalls, absolutely spectacular waterfalls. Obviously a very mountainous country. So every day we had, for the group of 32 of us, we had an option to go on a moderate hike or a more challenging hike. And those that opted for the challenging hike, I sadly was not one of them, but those that opted to do that, basically the challenge was more in terms of ascent. So it was people who could climb kind of higher. And for me, I'm the kind of person who could walk all day on the flat. It's when you're going uphill that the burn starts to happen, the heart starts to pound. And, you know, so it it was great in terms of it really delivered for both groups of people. But it was just so unspoiled. You're not meeting people like it's not hordes of people by any means because it's so vast. Uh, And it was just absolutely glorious. And whereabouts did you go uh, in the country? So we went to, uh, we flew into Venice and then took a bus to Bohink, which is kind of in the western kind of corner of there. And that was our starting point. Uh, And when you say you flew into Venice, I presume as with other TD Active holidays, uh, that you were met at the airport and transported and it was all seamless. Would that be That is exactly correct? it. And, and for people who haven't tried group holidays, because I would not, I would tend to be more of an individual and independent traveller, group holidays are absolutely fantastic. And I say that because everything is taken care of. So as you say, the transfers, you just dropped the, the hotel, um, your food is taken care of, all of that, and your hikes, everything is pre-organised. So for the person who really wants to have a packed holiday of great adventure of seeing a lot it's absolutely ideal because you've got all of the adventure with none of the fuss so the the guides that they have everything is to a really high standard so it's a very immersive experience so you get an awful lot of out of your of your traveling experience and what I love about it Gary as well even though it's marvelous to do the week holiday in the sun and relax you come back with stories to tell you've you've seen things you've been affected by things you've seen people that you've met just you experience you really experience things and that is just a great joy and a great privilege yeah, so being outdoors generally gives people a good feeling i think yes. most people unless you're allergic to the countryside so it must must really put you in touch with nature and then give you a very different feeling than you would in certain other kinds of holidays, would that be? It, it perfectly put, Gary. And I suppose the lovely thing about about that is that you're you're being almost like the, the the sensory kind of experience of seeing such beauty. These waterfalls, you can literally hear this pounding as you're approaching it. When you get close to it, you got that kind of spray of water that kind of hits you. So it's it's a really very sensory kind of experience. And of course, by being in nature, what's really lovely is that you view the world in a different way, in a very effortless ways and the lovely thing about hiking with groups of people is that you can all start out at the same point but people break off and two people will chat you might kind of get to walk on your on your own which is lovely so it just means that whatever is going on for you these thoughts just very gently kind of percolate and so it's a really lovely effortless easy way to just kind of be with yourself be immersed in nature and just let things let things go. Do, do you know, it's a really, it's a really kind of can be a very reflective time as well, which is, and it's just really lovely to have that kind of time in a gorgeous, peaceful landscape. You're talking about being in a, uh, a large group of 32, mm-hmm. uh, which seems like 
certainly plenty of personalities <laughs> that you could connect with. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but it's not it's not too big. Yeah. So what is the camaraderie like? Is that good fun? It, it really is. And I suppose what's marvellous about doing something like this is that you've got the common passion for hiking. So we had people who are kind of in their kind of mid-40s to, to late 70s. And so what, what you know, and these people, they love to get out. They have travelled all their lives. These the, Like I met this one amazing woman, Anne, who'd worked in Siberia. You know, people who've been to Burma. I mean, it's just like New Zealand, all of these things. And, and so... What is great is that these have these are people who have a passion for adventure, and the fact that we're all getting older does not limit that in any way at all. So you're swapping stories about places that you've been to. These are very adaptable, um, kind of free flowing people in a way, and just love to get out achieve something to whatever extent and come back with the story. So the camaraderie is is really great, very easy as well. You kind of tend to eat kind of more family style. So you can literally pull up a chair at any table and start the chats. So how long uh, per day would you be walking and how long would you be um, chatting and eating and having the crack. <laughs> no, it's so these these holidays. I mean, because they're so active, you definitely have less leisure time than, for example, the hiking trip that I would have done in Croatia. So you're up at nine in the morning. Out, you're you're kind of you're going to hit like what they call a hut, which is kind of a chalet where you can stop for your packed lunch and and you know, coffee served, or you can eat the local food there. You stop there for an hour and then return. So you're hiking for certainly about seven hours a day for those who are in the challenging thing probably do another hour or another hour and when I was talking to the guide she was saying that for us in the moderate group we like to stop we like to take photographs we like to take it all in and she was saying that the challenging group liked to just do it they were less of the photograph takers and more about who let's pump it we we're, we're there we're descending you know and um, so which which was great and then we get back to the hotel from maybe about five or five thirty dinners at seven so you it's a kind of relaxing hour and then you're having your your um you know you're having your dinner and there was great there was great kind of crack because of course there's always incredibly musical people and people who love you know and someone brought brought their ukulele and there was always a bit of sing song but you're in your jammies by half ten or eleven because you're getting up again. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie. Doro, make friends with innovation. And what time would you be up at in the morning? I guess about half seven or eight, you know. And the amazing thing, Gary, is that even though it's you're on holiday and, and you've got this turnaround, all of us would be up, out, no bother. Even though you'd, you'd walked your butt off the day before, you just get into this gorgeous routine of up, out, and exploring somewhere equally fabulous the next day. So you must be getting an awful lot of very positive 
bionic air yeah. into your lungs. It, Gary, absolutely, and particularly because there's so many astounding waterfalls. It, it really is. You can feel the spray that that hits you, and and it's just the the, the feel good factor is absolutely huge. One particular waterfall we went to, we could walk behind the waterfall, and you're there going, "Oh my God, how have I ever been in this environment before?" And this spray of water is coming down. You know, so it's it's really a real feel-good factor. And also because what's marvellous about TD Active is that they have guides that are going to fit for whatever your capacity is. So one guide is ahead, one guide is at the back. And so it doesn't matter what pace you are, we all meet up at certain points. So no one's under pressure at all. So it's you can just take in the experience as you want, walk at the rate you want, you want which is fantastic. And the food, and that is all pre-prepared by, by them. Are the people looking after you? No, no, exactly. And so at any hotel that we're in, it was always buffet style, which was fantastic. You literally get your patch lunch. You kind of can't spend your money in a sense because your meals are taken care of. You're given a patch lunch. So it's all... Everything you want has been taken care of. And I think that's the great thing is that there's no stress, no figuring out how we're going to do this the next day. It's all there for you. So you can just really relax into the experience of another great day. And I presume as well from a sort of medical point of view that the inevitable sort of cuts and scrapes that some people might get in hiking that all of that is looked after as well it is but you know what's 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 great about slovenia in particular is that because safe it's really safety first because these are people who who know the difference between people who can really do this and people who can't it's all about safety so you're never taken up anywhere where they're slippery they check the weather forecast every day so there's no slippery kind of terrain that are going to cover it because they'll just they up for somewhere else so i suppose for any Anyone who's going to go on this, and it's all about taking the right equipment. You have to, of course, have hiking boots. You have to have pack clothes for any kind of weather, which as a hiker, you would have anyhow. So there's never, we were never taken to anywhere where there might be a problem with safety. They would simply opt for another another route. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I presume it is obviously very well thought through and very safe. Mm. Uh, but it is for hikers. Could you do it if you weren't a hiker? So I suppose hiking means different things to different people. So if you're the kind of person who's likes to get out and about at the weekends, and so you might go to the Dublin mountains, you might be, you, you know, you might like to walk in the mountains. That is going to be for you, absolutely. Um, and I suppose the great thing is that you can choose your own level. If you haven't done hiking before, if you haven't been out in mountains before, this is not for you. The option of Croatia is going to be way better and you'll really, really love that. So it's for some for people who really are used to getting out and about and like a little bit of a challenge. And as I say, what's fantastic is no matter what you're able for, you will be catered for. And the wider culture of the place, mm, mm. Uh, Slovenia, I mean, it's uh, South uh, Eastern Europe mm. uh, and it's surrounded by several countries. Mm. Uh, I'd like to say, you say four, mm. uh, Italy, Hungary, Austria, uh, Croatia. Uh, so it must have a big, infl- uh, sort of uh, a diverse uh, cultural sort of mix, is it? 
It, it certainly does. And I suppose because of where we were, we, we, you know, for what we had a day off and we all went to Ljubljana, which is the capital, which is absolutely beautiful, gorgeous kind of pedestrian, more, more of a kind of pedestrian oriented uh, city, uh, lovely kind of cafe society where you can just kind of sit out and watch the world going, going by. It's had an extraordinary history. There's no doubt about that. Many, many, you know, kind of invaders and, and a kind of checkered history in that kind of way. And I suppose the thing that I would notice about being out in the landscape is very hardworking. All of the houses were super maintained, like, you know, kind of no rubbish anywhere. So I think they have a real appreciation of the ecology of of where they live. And I don't know whether it's to do with the, you know, I, I gather that their their kind of main industries, they're, they're kind of industrial, but but not not hugely so. The export of wood, the manufacturing of parts is is really kind of important to them. And you would hit, we would travel through certain areas where you would see a lot of that. But with 70% forest, you've got a very underpopulated environment. You know, so so I, I don't know whether the spread makes any many any difference. And to be honest, normally I, I would have asked the guides kind of more about it, but it was just, it was so, I, I suppose when you're in these kind of very environments that are so full of nature, you're almost leaving that behind, you know, so you're interested in what you're seeing, where are we? And so the the world of politics, the world as we know it, it's just like lovely to be away from that. And how flat would it be in terms of, the route you were taking and how fit would you have to be? Not very flat, and and again, it's not about it's not about being super fit. I suppose it's just being used to being out and walking. And then if you're the kind of person who can, like in a sense, you're definitely in the more challenging. You're going to be in the more challenging group. But for people who who love to be outdoors, who who love to get out in nature, and um, it is the most beautiful country I've ever been to. And when you're on the hike, do you have an opportunity to sort of do anything else? Like, could you stop and do some kayaking or do anything like that? Or is it is it hiking? It's it's hiking. Yeah, it absolutely is hiking. And, and because we had one day off, there were people who took ski lifts, for example, to the top. So you could have done those activities on your day off. But we are dedicated hiking uh, you know that's what we're doing, and you're not really you're not really diversifying from that other than on your day off. And uh, how long was the trip? It, it was for seven days. Yeah, so it was it was it was really great. Uh, and you know what what I what I loved about it as well, I, I, I suppose, is that because of the age range of people that that go in this, there's just this kind of you're tapping into people who have a passion for traveling and I just think for all of us it is such a privilege it is so expansive to travel because you're you know you're parachuting into these kind of countries and so you're meeting like-minded souls who really enjoy this so there's a great exchange of stories uh, and so you're you're they're talking about other countries that you want to visit very often these would be groups of people who have done other TD Active holidays before or might have met on TD Active holidays so there's a great kind of, kind of camaraderie that that is there. And tell me about the cuisine of the country, because again, it's got a lot of different influences, it, it, from Slavic to Mediterranean to, you know, even 
Germanic, I presume. Uh, absolutely. And in our hotels, I suppose it was probably more of a European kind of cuisine that was on offer because I guess you're you're kind of catering to lots of different days. But every day we would go to what they would call a hut, which is kind of a chalet type of restaurant. I mean, very informal, very rustic. But then you've got the most delicious goulash soups. I mean, just like kind of spiced to perfection, really, really tasty and really hearty. And I suppose that's what we probably were offered most of, these incredibly hearty kind of dishes. So the whole thing sounds so healthy, almost meditative, <laughs> uh, and you so full of goodness, goulash and goodness, uh, and friendship, and all the things that are important. So, so with that much goodness, I mean... In a sense, do you need to go somewhere afterwards to get some bad, <laughs> bad food? You know, sandwiches that have been there on the shelf for six weeks. <laughs> well, of course, you can always find that. Do you know, the, the badness, the badness was definitely there, like just in terms of pure crack. So after, because we're eating so early at at at, at night time, and um, we'd all kind of, uh, you know, kind of re- retire to the kind of the hotel lobby or whatever else, and so. Everyone, you know, anyone who drank would have a, you know, a few glasses of wine. So, you know, and again, a sing song, which was fantastic and very inclusive. So there was a, so there was that kind of fun, not not pure badness. I tell you, definitely not pure badness, but there was that kind of great crack. And of course, the lovely thing about any of those kind of musical things is that, you know, people are are kind of expressing their talents in a way, and it becomes a reference point for the the, the next day, if you know what I mean, just in terms of who was singing what. So there, there was a lot of fun with it as well. It sounds fantastic. I mean, it sounds like you're a kind of a, a, an army, a goodwill army. You know, Gary, it's it's very true, and, and considering that there were thirty two different personalities, it's it it, it, it like. It's just, it's a kind of group of people that will just gel together. There's, there's, everyone just kind of gets on with whatever they're getting on with. And I suppose to TD Active's cre- holidays credit, you, you have no complaints. They, they've kind of thought of everything. The hotels are really good. The food is good. The trips are great. The high, the, the guides are fantastic. So you've very little to complain about. Um, actually nothing to complain about. So that in itself just allows you to get on with having a great holiday. You mentioned that the hotels are good, and I suppose you'd expect them to be, but uh, that presumably means as well that they provide a very good bed and mattress for uh, a tired body. They they really do, Uh, and actually that's a really valuable point because when your body is, (laughs) when you've been exercised that much, man, you need a good mattress. Uh, And and I suppose the hotels were impeccably clean. I mean, just so incredibly clean, so efficient, and so it was always a really restful night's sleep. And just in terms of a bit of uh, housekeeping, getting there, you go straight, fly from Dublin. Exactly, to Venice, and then you're taken by bus to to Slovenia. So the Dublin to Venice flights about two and a bit hours, is that correct? Exactly, yeah. And then you're picked up at the airport, and how long does it take? It took us, I guess, about, about, I guess, about three, a little over three hours. We stopped for what they call a comfort break, Mm. (laughs) and then we were in our hotel in about about three hours. And again, I suppose, because, you know, flights are kind of early, what's really lovely about just being on a bus in that way, even though when you're starting, you're thinking, this is a long time to be in a bus. But again, it just gives you time to look at the landscape, you know, just to kind of decompress from an early start um, and a flight. And the bus transportation is comfortable? 
as well. Absolutely fantastic. Again, it just all worked clockwork, so it was fantastic. Well, I must say, uh, you sold it <laughs> to me. Are we going to get you hiking, Gary? <laughs> or will it just be the badness? <laughs> I've done the badness. <laughs> oh, you say that now. <laughs> uh, I've too many holidays. <laughs> or I needed a holiday. Um, uh, okay, well, I mean, you have done a lot of DD Active. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, and I'm not going to ask you where this ranks because it, it, sounds, it sounds as good as you know the rest of them mm, mm. um and uh but it's something you'd hugely recommend uh, absolutely and you know if it wasn't for td active holidays putting this package together i would never think of going slow to slovenia i mean to my shame i literally knew nothing about it but to be able to tap into absolutely the most beautiful country i've ever been to i, I would never I, I would never really have discovered it uh, ljubljana the mm. the capital I only ever heard of that because of um, uh, that's where football matches were. Oh, I see. So, okay. Uh, they'd be uh, <laughs> saying, we go over now live to Lebanon. <laughs> you know. uh, so that's, that's how I learned about most geography in Europe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> really? Bratislava. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, so uh, one thing I found out about the place, actually, which I didn't realize about the country, uh, Slovenia, is that it's one of the, it's a huge a gambling tour destination. Yes, I yeah. Which which I I had no idea about, but apparently it is uh, casinos and that sort of stuff. So. Wow, uh, and, and you know, Gary, I, I didn't see any of that where we were, but however, we were in. You know, we were obviously yeah, kind this of is in for the, the next podcast. Yeah, at the casino tour. <laughs> So, uh, okay, I, no, no, there you go. I think you need to be sent to the coast. Maybe it happens along the coast uh, to find the badness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because where we were was definitely, you know, a, a outdoor activity kind of oriented and divil a bit of a casino or anything like that to be seen. But you'll find it. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, well Kathy, it's been a fascinating insight into uh, Slovenia uh, and I'm glad you enjoyed your holiday. And for anybody who is thinking of going on this holiday, don't think, just do it. Oh, I love it. Love it. should be doing their ads for them. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Kathy. Fantastic. Uh, today's program was presented by me and edited by Connor O'Hagan. An will phone poke a new wet, an will knappy no fum nis orja wet, nis eskalehusod, faker na phone in tokatal gwin, on cho, egg daro, an von klishte is dani, gidi gohan la hai glina, agus taskina, ta rod egen, gogachtina, ta nismo olis, egg daro.com.